This is the KGEZ Good Morning Show with John Hendricks and Robin Mitchell. Now, Glacier Bank's Community Conversations. 15 minutes with one of Northwest Montana's newsmakers. Glacier Bank's totally free checking saves you both time and money. Visit your nearest Glacier Bank office today. There's a convenient location near you. Glacier Bank, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. And from Glacier Bank today, we welcome Rachel Cook. Good morning. Good morning, Rachel. Good to have you with us. You are the appraisal specialist. Yeah. Yep. I work um, just a a block or two away from here (laughs) (laughs) and work with um, the loan officers, commercial, consumer, real estate, and Mm -hmm. um, we're the go-between um, with the loan officers and the appraisers who actually go out in the field and do the work. Well, okay. you've been busy, haven't you? <laughs> They're keeping us busy. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you brought with us the, today the uh, Glacier Symphony and Corral's Executive Director, Linda Andrano. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and uh, you've been busy too. Yes, we have. We just finished our Nutcracker Weekend, three sold-out performances at the Wacholt Center. Boy, so uh, it was wonderful with the San Diego Ballet Company. Mm-hmm. They are fantastic. They were wonderful. Nutcracker Palooza. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little exhausted. I was playing in the orchestra. So it was, was, uh, yeah, I think I feel like I played Nutcracker about 20 times in a row, but it was was a lot of fun. (laughs) All right. Somehow or another, the uh, Handel Messiah. Uh, sneaked up on me this year and I missed it. Oh, we did were you just, really? Yeah, yeah we, did we just that love it so a much. A little over a week ago, yeah, yeah, we had two performances of that as well. Mm-hmm. Wonderful audiences, a great soloist. Rachel was in the yeah, corral. I'm part of the corral. <laughs> oh, wow. Was, yeah. Okay, I kind yeah. of wondered. My how favorite part of the whole thing, though, is right at the end. Mm-hmm. When they're doing the Hallelujah Chorus. Yes. Yes, and Maestro turns around and says, y'all sing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One of my favorite parts. <laughs> and everybody stands, well, of course, everybody stands. That's tradition whenever they mm-hmm. do the Hallelujah Chorus. But uh, everybody chimed in. It's just, it's still my favorite part of it. It's a wonderful moment, isn't it? Yeah. It's so special. Yeah, and I don't know if that's ever been done before <laughs> other than here. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's done all over the world. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. Wow. Yeah, I think it's it's traditional. I think when it was first performed, what, in the 18th century, King George, uh, I, th- I think the rumor is he was kind of asleep or something and then <laughs> and then the music begins on this and he stood up you yeah. know and so everyone had to stand yeah, up everybody because stood, the king yeah. stood up everybody <laughs> so you think it was, thought it was time to go home huh? exactly <laughs> oh no but it's it's a fabulous piece a lot of fun boy it's been quite a season for you and there's still Absolutely. more to come next year more to come yes yeah. yes and now you play in the orchestra. I do. Yeah, I've played in, I've played violin in the orchestra for over twenty years now. So are you first violin? I, I play in the first violin section. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I was sitting with the concert master the last couple of concerts. So mm. That was wow. kind of a privilege. Had to be really on my toes. So. Uh-huh. Those who don't know that <laughs> no, don't know that that first violin section. You guys get all the hard parts. We do. Yeah, especially on Nutcracker. A lot of notes. <laughs> okay, now, Rachel, uh, were you involved in the Nutcracker? Thing? Not in the Nutcracker, but I did, like Lynn said, I did sing in the Handel's Messiah. So ah. the chorale's 
um, not a part of the Nutcracker. Yeah, okay. Well, that's right. There's no Corel. Correct. Yeah. 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 Hard, it's hard to get the Corel and the ballet company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. the, the Messiah is a huge piece for the Corel, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. a really big deal for them. Oh, yeah. It's a wow. big highlight. Yeah. Definitely. So, so now that you've had a few concerts mm-hmm. in the Wacol Center, what do you yes. think? Yes. Oh, it's, it's just such a special place. I mean, just a real game changer for... Uh, the symphony for our chorale, our yeah. orchestra, for the community. I think it's it's uh, to be able to perform on that stage. It is uh, acoustically designed for a symphony orchestra, for voices, for for uh, for musicians. Uh, I remember the first rehearsal, sitting on stage. You know, when we started playing, I was like, "Oh my God, this is so good!" <laughs> <You're> going <laughs> back to you now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I brought a tear to my eye, and then and then I started being scared because I was like, "I really have to be good." You know? <laughs> <laughs> people, people can hear every can note you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about so, acoustics, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was in uh, television, that was the thing about digital television, HDTV. All of a sudden, they could see every little ring. It's like <laughs> so they devised this thing called soft focus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take twenty years off your face, just like that. <laughs> yeah. I wish we had a filter for that. Yeah. No, we, we just have to practice harder. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think the thing that also makes it really handy is we always know where you're playing. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> you do. I think we we are doing all we've done all of our shows there since November of last year. The exception for that is uh, playing out at Rebecca Farm in July. We yeah. mm-hmm. we still do our annual uh, outdoor performances. Don't ever stop doing no, that. No, we're not. No. <laughs> I think as, is, as long as the the uh, the board at Rebecca Farm will let us come out there, we'll love to do it. It's been over twenty years now. That's the big pops concert. And it that's is. the one where mm-hmm. you know we. Uh, we really get a, a, a feeling of, of popular music mm-hmm. done orchestrally. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. fantastic. Yes. It really and is. And we're going to be out there again, let's see, I think it's July 5th and 6th, if I remember their dates correctly. It's, it's the Friday, Saturday, right after the 4th. Then we have a big, uh, since it's so close to the 4th, Meister's got a big, like, Americana pops music uh, oh, show this year. So really? it's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. Gosh, this guy is just so creative. He is. It's yeah. a lot. Of, it's it's really great to work with him. Obviously, working well in advance too. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, we're just about to. Yeah, we've we've been working on planning through the summer and all of next season. We're yeah. just about to release that. So a lot, lot of planning. Maybe you can spill the beans on some of it right after this. I will. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How many choices do you make in a day? From what clothes you wear to what's for lunch, there are many. We'd like to help the big ones be a little easier. This is Julia McDaniel with Glacier Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There are many places to get a personal loan, online and here in town. If you choose Glacier Bank, we promise to do everything we can to make the process simple and pleasant and get you the money you need to make something exciting happen. Maybe it's a new vehicle, kitchen remodel, or summer toy. There are barbecue grills to consider and landscaping projects to think about. You make those decisions. Glacier Bank will handle the rest. Call or visit. Let's sit down with a cup of coffee and get things rolling. Now, what to make for dinner. 
Glacier Bank's Community Conversations. Here again is John Hendricks. And from uh, Glacier Bank, today we have an appraisal specialist, Rachel Cook, who also in disguise is a singer of the Glacier Chorale. So you'll see her there. And, of course, the Glacier Symphony and Chorale Executive Director and uh, first violinist, Lynn Andrano. Yes. So good to have you with us. Okay, so you kind of hinted at a big season next yes. year. Yes, Can you give us some highlights? Some highlights. Well, uh, Maestro would probably fuss at me if I told too many things. I can tell you that we have already booked the San Diego Ballet Company to come back again next season oh. to do the Nutcracker again. All right. We will be doing Messiah again next year. Uh, we'll be opening our season next September with a classical guitarist. So that's going to be mm. something a little different. I think yeah. that'll be a lot of fun. Now that um, will be with mm. the with the full orchestra with backing the full, you up? With an orchestra, yes. Oh my uh -huh. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will have um, a very wonderful cellist. Uh, he's a Cuban-American uh, who's going to be performing next fall. So uh, the mm -hmm. Elgar uh, Cello Concerto, one of the big works of the repertoire so we're excited about that uh we will have a rock band in january of 2026 doing a beatles show really so, yeah. with the orchestra with the orchestra wow yeah. gosh no. my, my star has some moves too he last <laughs> time we did he he dances so Really? <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, he sort of dances up on the podium. But yeah, then, no, no. He, he but can, you'll take the baton out of his hand when he dances? Uh, I can't say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you've spilled a lot of beans for a us. Few, a few yeah. there, yeah. Talk with us, uh, Rachel, a bit about uh, Glacier Bank's role in all of this. Well, Glacier Bank has been, number one, they've been a great employer to work for to, you know, as they help support um, Glacier Chorale and Symphony, being able to sing in the symphony and being able to work for someone who supports it as much as they do. Mm -hmm. They're um, just incredibly committed to um, supporting the, the arts in the Valley, but especially through the symphony and the chorale. They're great at um, supporting the, the youth of our community going to these things, which is awesome because, you know, they're our future performers, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah really. Um, yeah, and then again, they've been super involved and committed in like in building the Walkholt Center. So that's been awesome to not only sing there, but also again work for somebody who's been so great at um, you know bringing this to our community and building something that's mm -hmm. so amazing. So what part do you sing in the choral? Oh, I sing alto. So it's the uh -huh. lower part. I'm not. I wish <clears throat> I could, but I can't get up to those high notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Remember Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin brothers? Remember those guys? They're a country act. And uh, yeah, I, Larry always said, you get paid for the high notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> any, ask any rock and roll artist, he'll tell you, you get paid for the high notes. <laughs> yeah, the, the low notes set it up, though. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, all, it all rounds out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always thought, uh, just being in, in church choirs, I always thought that... Uh, probably the most difficult parts to sing are the alto parts because you're sometimes counter melody and everything. Yeah, and then everyone hears the higher parts just uh, normally. So you hear the, the melody that is the higher parts, you just hear that and you automatically think that that's what the song is. But then if you take out the lower parts, um, the altos, bass or tenor, it, it's just um, 
leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> it can leave a lot to be desired. It all comes together. Yeah, but it's in, it's hard to do because you're you're not working with the harmony. You're you're working yeah. on a whole different. Uh, it takes a little bit of uh, yeah. a little bit more practice for me. For me, it takes practice. I'm <laughs> a sure lot. it does for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess maybe what we ought to talk about what it's like to be a performer, and we have two performers with us. We'll do that mm-hmm. next. This may seem like a silly question, but hear me out. My name is Courtney Holquist with Glacier Bank, member FDIC. When operating a business, would you rather things run smoothly or be a hassle? Easy answer, right? Using efficient products and services makes all the difference. Totally free business checking with Glacier Bank is one of those tools. It helps smart business owners like you keep profits up and costs down. Our totally free business checking requires no minimum to open and no monthly service charges. You also get 3,000 free monthly transaction items. Whether you're just starting out or expanding, Glacier Bank wants to keep your business running smoothly and succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Go to GlacierBank.com, call or visit. How about today? Glacier Bank's Community Conversations. Here again is Robin Mitchell. Our guest today, a Glacier Bank appraisal specialist and vocalist, Rachel Cook, and Glacier Symphony and Corral Executive Director, Lynn Adenaro. We've been uh, talking about the uh, Wachholz Center and performing there. What was it like the first time you sang on stage? There? Wow, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> there were a couple times where... Um, you know, you know the music and stuff, but I just kind of stopped singing because it was, it was pretty incredible. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're here. Or yeah. listening to the orchestra, the way it's meant to be heard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you stated kind of the same thing. You, you'd played yes. before you got in that venue. Oh, a long time before yeah. that. Yeah, we, we played in Flathead High School or up at the right. Performing Arts Center in Whitefish many times, uh, other venues around the valley. And so uh, how does this stack up with them acoustically? Uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's just so much easier to hear one another. Uh, uh, the other people on stage, the sound comes together a lot more easily. And I know uh, when I... Am out in the where the audience is sitting and listening to what's going on on stage. The sound comes together all over the mm-hmm. hall. Uh, I know it, at the Flathead Auditorium there were some sweet spots where <laughs> you know where where the sound is really really good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then other other parts of the hall you weren't getting the full effect of the okay. sound. It wasn't now, all melding. Now I went to a uh, Glacier Symphony concert. And I was way up in the mm-hmm. in the balcony. Yes, but it sounds great. It sounds up there. amazing. Yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, the horn section, you know, mm-hmm. kicked in from up at that level, and I'm going, wow. It's it's like you're really right similar. there in the horn section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I'm going there tomorrow night to see Tower of Power. All right. So I, yeah. you know, this would be the first time I saw something other than the Glacier Symphony. Mm-hmm. I'll be uh, reporting back. Yes. on acoustics. What uh, are you looking uh, most forward to this coming season? Well, I don't know a whole lot about the upcoming season, but we're going to end our season, okay. with, um, which is in May. We're going to end it with um, Carmina Burana. So um, it's kind of an 
opera type thing. It's um, it's about it's a collection of medieval poems that are set to some truly powerful music. <laughs> it's um, the music's been used in a couple of uh, movie soundtracks before, like Hunt for the Red October. Oh, um, huge chorale mm-hmm. piece. It's really, really, like I said, really powerful. Okay, all right. What about uh, you? Well, I'm actually looking forward to Carmina Burana as well. Uh, Another one I'm really looking forward to is our next concert on February 17th. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, Rhapsody in Blue. It's the 100th anniversary of uh, Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. We have a fabulous pianist coming in for that, Terrence Wilson, who will be performing that piece with us. So that'll be a very special evening, special performance. Uh, we also have a rock show this year in March. Uh, a band called Jeans and Classics will be doing uh, music from Billy Joel and Elton John with the symphony and wow. the rock band. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then April 20th, we have uh, a multiple Grammy award winner and a CMA artist named Mark O'Connor. He uh, plays fiddle. Oh, yeah, and his wife Maggie is also going to be playing with him. She also plays fiddle violin. Yep. He He's composed a lot of music, so that should be a really, really fun show, something a bit uh, different. I remember bringing him on stage in Denver, oh, really? and he's so okay. tall, and I, I was being a smart aleck, so I walked up with a stool and stood mm-hmm. on it and introduced him. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. boy, that man can play, can play a fiddle. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, uh, you mentioned uh, bringing in performers. Yes. Does how does that fit into the equation? Does the the maestro choose the music and then you go out in seeking somebody, or do you seek somebody and build the show uh, around? It's it? kind of a combination of those things, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes it's like okay, we want to get Mark O'Connor here, and okay, what does Mark want to play? You know, what, yeah, what, what yeah. are the pieces he's going to do? Or last year uh, we had Midori uh, play. Uh, that was the concert right. I went to. And mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, she was like, okay, I'm playing these two violin concertos this year, so this is the one I'm going to play. And we're like, okay, you know, you yeah. can do that. Uh, but a lot of times, uh, you know, maestro will say, okay, I want to do this piece and or th- this concerto, and so I'm looking for, uh, you know, a violinist or pianist who can come in and play this with us. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I want to understand it from mm-hmm. your perspective, the two of you, because you're this just you just don't get up on stage and start no. playing. <laughs> How much work um, do you have to put into just you know, learning your I parts? I think this is a, it's a little different with the orchestra versus the chorale. Uh, our, our, we play, gosh, 13 or so, 13, 14 different programs with the orchestra throughout the year. Plus, sometimes we'll do some extra smaller shows depending on... Uh, you know whether you're invited to play in those. So uh, we're we're learning a lot of music or uh, repeating some music, like Messiah, for example. We do do it annually. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll get our parts maybe a month to six weeks ahead of time, and you're expected to go home, learn your part, and then we'll come in and have between three and six rehearsals, and then we go and perform. Okay, so now I wonder if you've got to be—you've got to be—you've got to be—you've got to be a pro, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you're solo. You're learning your part, and then mm-hmm. you come together. But it isn't in the Wachholz Center. It's in some practice. No. Uh, well, most of the time, the orchestra's rehearsing. Uh, often, we're over at the band room at Glacier High School for our okay. week, for our rehearsals ahead of time. 
Uh, and then we will have a dress rehearsal or two like the Friday night, Saturday morning before the performances at the Walcott Center yeah. on the stage. So, you know, it, it's important to be and, on the stage, especially with the guest artists yeah. at the Corral. And it's at that point that you go, yeah, this is going to work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're ironing out a few of those details. And yeah. making, it, it, it sounds really different on yeah. the concert stage versus in the band room. So, so, so <laughs> in the uh, dress rehearsal, <laughs> the guest is there. Correct. And it's oh. a chance to interface for the first time. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, so mm -hmm. how long does it take you to learn your part? It depends on the music is the I'm answer. I'm sure, but right. I mean, give um, me an... You know, Messiah, I've probably played that 30 plus times. So honestly, I don't practice it. I go and sure, you just go show, play it. I go yeah. show up and play it. Mm -hmm. uh, something I haven't played before that's very difficult. I might work on that for a month or six weeks to, mm -hmm. you know, so and, you probably, and probably spend 30 plus hours working on it. So maybe uh, maybe an hour a day, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like so, I was supposed to do when I took piano exactly. lessons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but you you've got to be disciplined to do that because Absolutely. you sure don't want to let them down, do you? No, no. Now what about a performance day? Is there you know? It's like, well, it's the school night. I better, uh, you know, get plenty of rest. <laughs> what you know? How do you approach that anyway before a performance? Do you take a nap? I mean, do you, are you rested um, up? Are you? I try to be rested. Yes, a lot of times I'll try to go you, for a walk or get a workout in or something that's, you know, keeping me loose. And uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of times playing violin, no. you get kind of. Then do you back get behind a bunch of cups stuff. of coffee before you go on? Absolutely, the yeah, a lot of coffee helps. <laughs> now, now, Rachel, you, uh, uh, you're, you're, you do about pretty much the same way. How do you guys rehearse? Well, um, we get, so we've already gotten our music for Carmina Burana. We got it at the end of Handel's Messiah. So starting to look at that already, um, especially for something that like in, that intense, it takes, mm -hmm. it takes me a while to, uh, to learn my part. So we are having a break, but we'll start again rehearsing in January. So we rehearse a couple hours every week. Um, again, not in the Lockholt Center. So we practice at a church locally and um, all of us get together, have a couple hours rehearsal and that'll go on until mm -hmm. until uh, we sing Carmina Burana. So we, we have... Do you do sectionals? Uh, yes, we do. Yeah, mm -hmm. So the, the altos get together and work on it? Yep. Yes, yeah. we do. We've got great section leaders and they're always uh, open to, they always have one specific sectional, but if you feel like you're really struggling with a part, mm -hmm. um, they're always ready and available for like an old personal sectional. Okay. Or, yeah. so, so you're going to start that in January and the performance is Performance is in May. May? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So by the time you get to the performance night, you're ready, ready. Yes. You're probably sick of the music and you want to get it <laughs> oh, over. Oh, I don't think I'll ever be sick of it. Again, the Handel's Messiah is something oh, I could do gosh, over yes. and over oh, again. Yeah. So. yeah, but I mean, it, it, what I meant yes. by that is you're just, you're, you're ready to, let's get on with it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like uh, those uh, producers, like, okay, let's do it again with the recording. <laughs> Take 62. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Gosh, you're this ready is for just, it. Yeah, this has just really been a great conversation, you guys. Thanks so much yeah. for all that you're Thank doing, you. and you know, and I'm I'm so thrilled that you're able to play at the Walkhole Center, and uh, you're getting the kind of acoustics you deserve. Thank you. It's a wonderful right. experience to be there. 
I appreciate you being with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Glacier Banks Community Conversations, a service of Glacier Bank, where your checking is totally free. Just about anywhere you are in northwest Montana, you'll find a Glacier Bank office nearby, keeping you connected to your friends in your community. An important part of the mission of Glacier Bank, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 